The Craig Folly Show on Deadline Detroit is made possible in part by Samaritas, the state's largest private foster care and adoption agency. However, Samaritas also provides a number of other services around the state. They are one of the largest refugee resettlement agencies in Michigan. They serve homeless families, persons with disabilities, abused and trafficked women. They also provide market rate and affordable housing for seniors and HUD housing for families and also have skilled nursing, memory care and rehab communities in Grand Rapids, Cadillac and Saginaw. Samaritas, we thank them for their support here at Deadline Detroit. Hey everybody, happy Wednesday. Welcome to the Craig Folly Show on Deadline Detroit. We are getting ready, of course, for a midweek holiday, the celebration of the 4th of July coming up tomorrow. And I thought I'd spend a little bit of time reminding everybody what the 4th of July is all about. Yes, of course, it's about celebration. It's about fireworks. It's always been about those kinds of things in this country. But it is the one holiday in which we all, all celebrate. It is not limited to one group of people. It is about celebration of the ideals that we all hold, about the founding of this nation, what it's all about. And the interesting thing about it is, is that we don't need encouragement. We don't need special rallies. Sure, we attend parades. We'll do all that kind of stuff, but it's not necessary. People will celebrate this one anyway. And that's why a number of presidents have stayed away from this holiday for many, many years, because the idea of America is bigger than any one politician. So on today's program, we'll talk a little bit about that, and I hope you stick around to enjoy it. I've got some really good quotations and some thoughts on what this really should be about and uh, the fact that we always have more work to do in this nation. Stay with me. The Craig Folly Show is made possible in part by Deadline Detroit, one-stop shopping for all your news. Also, home to Deadline Detroit TV, which includes The Zip, a weekly wrap-up of the week's news with some humor. Deadline Detroit, one-stop shopping for all your news. Hey, thanks for checking out the show. I do appreciate it. Uh, you know, we have the 4th of July tomorrow, and of course, everybody's got the day off. I know a number of you have plans. We've had fireworks celebrations already here in Detroit, and uh, fireworks have been going off all around my neighborhood. That is for sure. In fact, somebody lit off an M80 as I was walking down the street yesterday and scared me to death. Uh, and about every dog in the neighborhood started barking as well. But this has become a big part of what this holiday is around this country. But it is important for us to remember what it is about. Now, there is, of course, this big celebration for America that is going to be taking place tomorrow on the Mall in Washington, D.C. President Trump is expected to speak. He is going to speak at this address, and many of us are wondering whether or not this is going to be a campaign rally type of event, or is this really going to be a reflection on what it means to be American and what what we are supposed to be doing when it comes to America, what values we hold, shared values that we have as a nation. That's what the 4th of July should be about. Now, one of the things that I love about National Public Radio is that every 4th of July on Morning Edition, which of course is a long-standing morning program they have over there, they will recite the Declaration of Independence. They get all their best hosts together and reporters together, and they each read a line from the Declaration of Independence. And it's very poignant, and it's very powerful, because when you hear those words that are in the Declaration of Independence, it really means something. It hits home how this country was founded, how much of an experiment this really, really was, and how radical these ideas were. And if you read some of the things that are in the Declaration of Independence, there are some classic lines here that that basically have outlined what we stand for as a nation and what we are aspiring to 
Doesn't mean we've achieved all of these sorts of things, obviously, but at least it's a mission statement as to where we're supposed to go. Now, if you listen to this for just a second, we hold these truths to be self-evident, that all men are created equal, that they are endowed by their creator with certain unalienable rights, that among these are life, liberty, and the pursuit of happiness, that to secure these rights, governments are instituted among men, deriving their just powers from the consent of the governed, that whenever any form of government becomes destructive of those ends, it is the right of the people to alter or to abolish it and to institute new government, laying its foundation on such principles and organizing its powers in such form as to them shall seem most likely to affect their safety and happiness. Prudence indeed will dictate that governments long established should not be changed for light and transient causes, and accordingly all experience hath shown that mankind are more disposed to suffer while evils are sufferable than to right themselves by abolishing the forms to which they are accustomed. But when a long train of abuses and usurpations pursuing invariably the same object evinces a design to reduce them under absolute despotism, it is their right, it is their duty to throw off such government and to provide new guards for their future security. Now, he's saying a lot here. This is Thomas Jefferson, of course, was the uh, author of the Declaration of Independence, and he had some help along the way, but he is the primary author of this. And when you take a look about this, he is suggesting that this new concept of individual liberties and of rights for all people, regardless of what station they may have been born into, regardless of the attitudes that were prevalent at the time, that most countries were still operating under this guise of, of royalty, that somehow there was this divine right to rule, and that others were uh, divine to be serfs or slaves, that some were more deserving of success than others. That is not what this nation was founded upon. And while we have not always lived up to it, and we certainly have not always lived up to it, obviously. I mean, it took us a hundred years after this almost to abolish slavery. It took us another hundred years to actually enshrine the rights of those that had been firmly enslaved in our Constitution. And to pass laws that actually forced the United States to live up to some of these ideals. It has been a long, difficult, brutal history and of course, in the middle of all this was a very war, a civil war, that fought over this very idea as to whether or not truly all men were created equal. This was a hugely, hugely important step, not just in the United States, but in world history. Never before had a nation looked at this kind of an idea and tried to commit itself to doing a better job than had been done anywhere else in the globe. We have been dragged kicking and screaming towards this ideal over the years. And we still have a lot of issues today that we are working through right now in the debates that we're having. This is never going to be a perfect society. It's never going to be perfectly equal, at least not in our lifetime. But the goal here and the stated nature of what we are as a nation is that we are going to work towards it. It's always been that way. And that's why the 4th of July has been one of those holidays that politicians typically stay away from. Presidents know that this is about something bigger than any one political party, any one politician. This is about us as the people in this nation. The fact that we have strived for something better. That's what this holiday is supposed to be about. And we all celebrate it our own ways, fireworks, barbecues, whatever. But at the heart of it, it is about the idea of what America is supposed to be. And the fact that it is a work in progress. 
that line, we hold these truths to be self-evident that all men are created equal, that they are endowed by their creator with certain unalienable rights, that among those are life, liberty, and the pursuit of happiness. It can't be any plainer than that. Let people pursue what they want to pursue. Let whatever station they were born into not keep them from pursuing that. Nothing should get in the way of that. But obviously, we've had fights over this. I want to think a little bit about Abraham Lincoln here for just a second when it comes to the 4th of July. And I think this is very important as well. Abraham Lincoln firmly believed that that line in the Declaration of Independence meant what it said, that all men are created equal. He was willing to go to war over this issue rather than allow people to separate from the Union and continue as if that founding principle wasn't important anymore. If you ever read uh, the texts of the Lincoln-Douglas debates or have seen a recreation of them, you know that this was at the very heart of his argument. We either believe this or we don't. And if we don't, we have lost our moral compass. Others were trying to sit there and say, well, you know, new states coming into the Union should be able to decide for their own. Lincoln knew that that was not something that was going to work. And he lost his life over this issue. And hundreds of thousands of Americans lost their life over this issue during the Civil War. Now here's what Lincoln had to say about this. He said, Four score and seven years ago, our fathers brought forth on this continent a new nation conceived in liberty and dedicated to the proposition that all men are created equal. Echoing that line from the Declaration of Independence and pointing out that it is the very, very foundation of our society, the very notion, the very moral compass that we are supposed to be guided by in this country. That one line is the very expression of the American spirit. The one thing that does separate the United States from so many other nations, the one thing that really does make America great, is the notion that that is the goal that we are working towards and the goal that we should be aspiring to. Lincoln believed that, and he ultimately lost his life. And when those words were first written by Thomas Jefferson and all those men signed on to it at the time, they were effectively signing their death warrant. Every one of them were signing that document saying they were breaking away from England and were declaring ourselves independent. Every one of them was committing treason at that point in time against the crown. And every single one of them could have been hung or shot by firing squad just for signing their name to that document expressing so radical an idea that all men are created equal and that there is no divine right to power and basically calling out the corruption of just about every other governmental system on the planet at that time. No other nation has been formed on this kind of an idea, which is why I am proud and fortunate to have been born in this country. Now, some other quotes that I want to read, and this, this, is, this is 50 years after the signing of the Declaration of Independence. Thomas Jefferson was invited to go to Washington uh, for a celebration of the 50th anniversary of the Declaration of Independence. He couldn't be there because of health concerns, and again, back then, traveling even from Charlottesville, Virginia, to Washington, D.C. was a long, long trip. But, he wrote this letter. This is the final letter that he ever wrote. 
Basically, he said, I appreciate your invitation. He said, I should indeed, with peculiar delight, have met and exchanged their congratulations personally with a small band, the remnant of that host of worthies who joined with us on that day in the bold and doubtful election we were to make for our country, between submission or the sword, and to have enjoyed with them the consolatory fact that our fellow citizens, after a half a century of experience and prosperity, continue to approve the choice we made. May it be to the world what I believe it will be, to some parts sooner, to others later, but finally to all, the signal of arousing men to burst the chains under which monkish ignorance and superstition had persuaded them to bind themselves and to assume the blessings and security of self-government. That form which we have substituted restores the free right to the unbounded exercise of reason and freedom of opinion. All eyes are opened or opening to the rights of man. The general spread of the light of science is already laid open to every view. The palpable truth that the mass of mankind has not been born with saddles on their backs, nor a favored few booted and spurred, ready to ride them legitimately by the grace of God. These are grounds of hope for others, for ourselves. Let the annual return of this day forever refresh our recollections of these rights and an undiminished devotion to them. That's what July 4th, Independence Day, is about. The general spread of the light of science has already laid open to every view the palpable truth that the mass of mankind has not been born with saddles on their backs, nor a favored few booted and spurred, ready to ride them legitimately by the grace of God. Those are powerful words. They mean something. And that's why. That's why presidents typically do not take center stage when it comes to the 4th of July, Independence Day. That's why we don't typically have military parades on this day. It's not about our might. It's not about our power. It's not about whether or not we're great again or still great or getting great, whatever. That's not what it's about. It's about the idea of America and what we are supposed to stand for and how we are always striving to do better. And the day that we accept the fact that we are not and just say, ah, we're not going to get any better than this, well, that's the day that this experiment has failed. So I will watch the speech tomorrow. It's part of my job. I will take a look at this thing. But this is not a day that we should be looking at this and talking about how great we are or how far we've come. Those are important things. But it is the day where we should reflect on whether or not we are living up to those values that were so eloquently put on paper by Thomas Jefferson. And while Thomas Jefferson, of course, was a flawed individual, many of our founding fathers were, and many of our politicians up to this day are flawed individuals. This is about the idea of America and aspiring to be better. We have a lot to be proud of. And we have a lot to work on. And it's okay to acknowledge both. I hope you enjoy your holiday. The Craig Folly Show on Deadline Detroit is made possible in part by Mad Dog Professional Services. Mad Dog Professional Services focuses on putting their clients on the leading edge of technology faster than thought possible to capture new revenue streams. That's Mad Dog Professional Services.